2: You work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here are Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall.
1: Hello and welcome to the show, Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Hi. Happy Saturday or the
0: first Saturday of summer.
1: Yeah. Well, technically. Yeah. Technically. (laughs) I always say summer... Is when the pool's open.
0: Pool's open. <laughs> and the
1: pool's open. The pool's been open for a month now. Yep. So uh, technically, if you want to talk about the calendar, it is the first Saturday of the summer. But That's right. But it's felt like summer. It's
0: official now, so it's yeah. been summer for a while.
1: <laughs> well, in that case, it'll be summer well into September. Hopefully. That's right. Is the pool still going to be open?
0: We try and make a shot for uh, Halloween to see if we could keep it open, but the leaves get in the way. Oh, and gosh. then it usually gets closed <laughs> way before that, because somebody's got to go out there all two times, three times a day and pick the leaves out of the pool, and that's not me. Yeah,
1: hey, kids, bring <laughs> your candy over here next to the pool. Exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, we'll go through our candy while we're floating <laughs> and shivering past all the leaves in the pool. Heaters. Hey, (laughs) I like that. All right, I'll take my uh, October 15th pool invite. That's
0: right, that's right.
1: Yeah, Thursday night football while Mm -hmm. floating around in the pool. That's right. All right, well, Jeff is here to talk taxes with us and talk uh, the financial sector and give us the latest news. And we got a pretty good topic today that we'll get to in the second segment. The average 65-year-old retiring, what will they pay in health care costs? For the rest of their life. We'll get into that. Uh, a study has come out and put a number on it and we can dip into that because who plans for their health care costs? Most in people
0: retirement? most people don't. When we look at plans or someone puts a concept together, health care cost is not in it. Um, it's like it's just magically going to be taken care of
1: you think you hit 65, you know, oh, Medicare will take over.
0: Well, 65 is the, the, the a good a prime time to look at, say, hey, uh, all my debts will be paid off, or at least you're shooting for that. All debts are paid off. You get to step into Medicare. So typically, if you were self-employed, you're going, there's a great decrease in cost, out-of-pocket cost. Um, but if you were an employee, uh, you know, and they paid for your health care, it's it's nothing really to you. But... Nobody could ever deny you for Medicare. So, yeah. <laughs> from a health standpoint, so.
1: But even though you're getting that Medicare, there are still costs associated. Oh, there's
0: still. And that's a, what we're looking at is assuming you're, you're averagely healthy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, if you run into issues, it could get a lot worse. I'm assuming uh, maybe you live 10 to 15, 20 years longer. Exactly. Past 65, you know, yep. my grandma passed away at, uh, I believe she was 94. Yep. So I need to make a plan. That's right. <laughs> I need to make a, a long-term longevity plan. My wife's grandfather passed away at 98. Yeeks. So, yeah, yeah we're going to be around for a while. Hey, in
0: younger generations, the longevity is going to be even more. I mean, medical technology today versus 30 years ago. I saw um, this
1: article, headline. I didn't read it, but they said, Will the first 150-year-old yes. be born this year? It's very possible <laughs> you know, we'll see I wonder how old Finn's gonna be when he gets up to that age so
0: here's here's a question for you for Finn because I talked about this with my granddaughter um, do you think Finn will ever drive a vehicle or do Interesting. you think or do you think that they will all be self-driven where I mean you figure he's what two
1: It's two and a half now yeah. so 16 look at
0: the advances We've still today. Got
1: 13 14 years left yeah. will all the cars be, be self-driven? man and you
0: go Ooh, that's kind of a wild wild concept
1: you know it's like uh, oh that uh, that classic car we do that classic car oh, yeah. show on sundays well those oh. won't
0: be self-driven no yeah
1: we got that classic car but uh, help me find a gas station that might be their issue yeah. help me find a gas station to put oh no we converted it to electric. yeah it's electric that's a great question and things that look maybe you don't need to incorporate uh self-driving cars into your retirement plan exactly but you do need to think about how much is healthcare going to cost me? How long am I going to live? Exactly. You know, not only just for healthcare costs, but to make your retirement stretch. Exactly. I mean, if I live to be 95, Jeff, you know, you're going to have to do the math on that and tell me, oh, uh-oh, Jeff. So, our, so- <laughs>
0: our software, which is funny, actually tags age 95 for everybody within the plan. And it doesn't say anything. It just tags it and puts this bright little line there and what that means is everybody dies at 95.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so you go, "Well, maybe but maybe not."
1: Yeah, I'm going to be talking to you. You're going to be 120 <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to hit 96 and you're going to say, "Josh,
0: yeah. you got to work four more years. You got to go back to work.
1: <laughs> you ran out of money." Uh, but working with Jeff Zufall. Senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Working with Jeff ensures that I won't exactly. ever run out of money. Spend
0: the last dollar on the day that you die. Yeah, it's the game.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, you, if only we knew what day that was going to be. Exactly. Frankly, I don't, I don't eh, know if I want to know. No, <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Mark it on the calendar. That's right. Uh, honey, I'm going <laughs> to live longer than you. Exactly. Um, so that's the game, and hopefully whatever's left over will get passed down exactly. to my son. And
0: that's the other side of the equation is Who can leave.
1: count his inheritance while he's riding that's in right. his self-driving that's right. car.
0: Doesn't have to worry about it, just gets in and tells it where to go.
1: Yeah, tells it where to go and starts counting It's like a money. George Jetson thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. What is the Federal Reserve doing these days. All right.
0: So our friends at the Federal Reserve uh, passed on raising rates uh, two weeks ago.
1: Okay. That's um, that's new, right? That's,
0: that's newer. This is the first time that they – I don't want to say pause because it's not really a pause.
1: And, and are they meeting every quarter? Yes. Are we getting they, rate increases every quarter?
0: Bimonthly um, is what they're actually meeting. Okay. And then there's
1: different times. Bimonthly the, means once every two months. Two but months. it also means twice a month. Uh technically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the most confusing thing ever. Yes.
0: So what they did was, I don't want to say pause because it's not the right verbiage that they actually put in their reports, but they just held tight. They didn't do anything, um, which is funny because then this last week, I believe it was either Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, there was another Fed meeting, um, and they basically said they're going to have to raise rates two more times, or they believe they're going to raise rates two more times this year. Um, in their next couple of meetings. So they,
1: they, they sat tight. Yeah. But they also said, but we're going to raise them again later. Man, but we're going to raise them this time
0: more than likely two more times this year. Now, here's an ins- interesting thing to think through. Next year, 2024, is an election year. Mm-hmm. So the Federal Reserve is not supposed to, I guess, if the right verbiage is tinker with interest rates, either decreasing or increasing interest rates in an election year. And it's kind of just kind of a it's an unwritten unwritten, yeah just because they don't want to sway it one way or the other. So if they came along and raised rates uh, five more times between now and November of twenty four. Um, that would
1: possibly... The, the sitting president probably would, be would take a hit. He'd be yeah. very mad.
0: Yeah. Um, and then the flip side goes into play, too. If they decrease interest rates and hypothetically spark the economy and get the wheels in motion and everybody goes back to work and starts You're making money... You're giving the
1: sitting president an unfair advantage. An
0: advantage. So mm-hmm. you go, but they, they, they have a job to do, which is... Uh, I say this nicely, manipulate the economy. Right. <laughs> um, so what's going to take place in 2024? You can't just put everything
1: on pause just because it's exactly. an election year. Yeah,
0: they still have to do something. So that's the and question. And frankly, I
1: hate to say it, but election year? More like election... Years? Well, years. Are we ever not in an election period? Um,
0: It seems like it used to be just an election year, and now it's, I mean, they're already talking, oh, 2024, blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah, I think like six more people jumped into the race this week alone. So, crowded, crowded, crowded arena. So they're so. sitting tight for now. <laughs> yes. But to anticipate that next year is an election year. They, they
0: may adjust two more times at the end of this year.
1: So because they know they won't be able to.
0: Yeah. Next year. With, hi, hypothetically, they shouldn't. And I say that. But if something happens in the economy like bad data, good data, excessively good data, which we hope maybe that will spark them just to get in and, you know, maybe do a quarter point mid year and then
1: call it a day. Is the rate manipulation working? Uh,
0: Well, so far from their statistics, it is. So, but you got to look at this, what's called the Fed funds rate. That is what the Federal Reserve is doing. That's what banks loan money to each other overnight is 507 as we sit. Um, That's uh, Friday's number.
1: 507%. 507%.
0: Okay. 12 months ago, 12 months ago to the day, it was 1.58.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, it's basically tripled. Um, in the last – that's all it's been in the last year? Yeah. That's This so, whole thing with the interest rates has just been within the last year. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah 18 months.
0: Wow. Time um, has flown. Time has <laughs> flown. Believe me. So they raise rates eight times in the last 18 months, yeah. basically. So now what that does is it causes prime rate. So prime rate is just the stated number out there. Typically, if you walked in and said, I want to borrow money for a car – And you have average credit, um, nothing fancy. They're going to quote you eight and a quarter. That's prime. Prime rate. rate.
1: That's where it is today. Yeah. Eight and a quarter. Prime sitting at
0: eight and a quarter. Now, if you're buying a house, the house rates are dependent upon bond rates, and it gets a little tricky. They're a little bit lower than that, but typically, like uh, a line of credit um, would be prime plus something. So it'd be prime plus two. So you could effectively effectively have a rate out there at ten and a quarter percent. Which mm. would be prime plus two percent on top of that.
1: That's um, a lot for someone my age. It's a bunch, and who's so the, not used to
0: this. And the funny part is, anybody t- probably under thirty-five or forty has never seen rates this high. Never, never, in their lifetime, because after 08, basically they went to zero. They technically went negative, but you can't you can't put that in writing. Um, so it's just zero.
1: Bank pays me to borrow. Yeah.
0: be nice but um and then here within the last 18 months they've skyrocketed so if the fed raises rates two more times that means and we'll say they do quarter points um you're now talking five uh, five five seven um that puts prime at uh, eight seven five or nine ish Mm -hmm. um and that could actually start to slow the economy down because people aren't going to borrow money You, you can't
1: i mean it's nuts right that and that's what we've been talking about and it it boggles my mind jeff and and i never took macro economics mm-hmm. i never took micro yeah. i just never <laughs> took economics never had to uh in college and the economy is cooking it's insane. people are buying stuff exactly this is great exactly it's still
0: except v- but what they don't want to do so if you look at <clears throat> japan in the 80s uh if you remember that that japan was going to buy every boom, u.s country it was a boom. um company
1: yeah, we were all buying nintendos and
0: Hotties. exactly um and then all of a sudden just their economy you just never heard anything about them ever again they just kind of like vanished the problem is their economy overheated in the 80s and they didn't know how to control it so it skyrocketed through the roof where and i say manipulation. I don't mean that, but it's jokingly, but it is manipulation of the economy, which means if the economy gets goes too far too fast, Fed raises rates, and they do some other stuff behind the scenes to actually just slow it down a bit, um, kind of put the brakes on.
1: Because if everybody's out buying stuff... Inflation inflation goes inflation berserk, goes berserk <laughs> yes. which is what we've and seen. We and they they were blaming it on we su- watched it.
0: They blamed it on supply chain issues. Um, that was a small, small, small part. Yeah, portion uh, of it.
1: I haven't heard supply chain issues in a year. No, and the prices are still skyrocketing. Exactly.
0: Listen to a podcast uh, two weeks a week ago, um, and it was a gentleman, and he was explaining, saying that um, it'll be everything's going to be North America. So it'd be Canada, U.S., Mexico. Uh, It'd be manufactured, typically Mexico, because they can put it on a train or they can put it on a, a truck and get it here. Whereas when COVID hit, all the main, you know, shipping channels were just stopped nothing happened. Yeah.
1: So. And remember when that boat got stuck in the Suez Canal? Suez Canal yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> think
0: that was on purpose or accident. <laughs> yeah.
1: We need to slow down yeah. the supply chain so we can jack the prices. Exactly. Up. I so, hate to say it, but we've talked about it before. Uh, greedflation Is there. You know, it really seems yep. like the the companies have said, hey, uh, we had to raise prices because of supply chain. Yeah. People didn't bat an eye. Yeah. They still had to buy paper towels. Let's leave the prices where they are. And yeah. you know what? In fact, let's, let's raise them another it, dollar. Raise it again. Exactly. See what happens. Yeah.
0: People are still buying. And so. there's, there's a pain point, though. And you're starting to see that in some products where people are backing off and they're not buying it. They may not do it as much as what they did in the past. Uh, I'll say fast food. I mean, go, oh to, my go to my favorite place to get a burger. I won't say their name. 20 bucks, Yeah, for one person. is nuts. Yeah. So that's that pain point where you go, eh, used to go the here weekly. $7. Used to go there weekly. Now I'll go there maybe every three weeks because of that cost. And you that'll drive you to make my burgers away. at home. True, very true, but they still don't taste that good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, I know. It's so, better. I, um, I, know I know what place you're talking about,
1: right? <laughs> yes. Um, and they got great fries there, too. Yes, they do, too. But it's so expensive. It's and crazy. And I told you, I got a burrito from uh, a place, and it was smaller than normal, Yeah. and it was almost five bucks more than more. it used to be.
0: Yeah. So
1: And I, I can't imagine that supply chain is still an issue with
0: that. No, it's not. So here's inflation now for the month of May. So we won't get June's inflation until the tenth eh, of July, around there. So inflation is four percent. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to everybody laugh right now, saying, "You sure about that? That is what the U.S. government says that our inflation is only four percent." The problem is, that is what it
1: feels like. No,
0: the problem is is what it's and the reason it's lower is oil costs have gone down a little bit. So gasoline has come down just a touch, mm-hmm. and that adjusts it. But, again, remember, it's Axe, Food, and Oil.
1: They don't count, they don't count the it. grocery store. Yeah, the grocery is,
0: store, I don't think anything has gone down in, in price at all. That's um, where
1: I'm having the, 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 the biggest pain
0: point. Yeah, is going to get in food that you use every day, multiple times a day, um, and this, the prices are still through the roof. Yeah. So I don't buy the. I mean, the, the actual official number is 4%. Um, remember, we were at eight five, eight seven. I think, was our highest Um, And we're at four today.
1: Uh, I saw a politician. They posted not the full receipt. They posted just a snapshot of part of their Costco receipt. And they they spent 800 bucks there. (laughs) And they said, you know, I only bought 50 items. Thanks a lot. Joe Biden. Yeah, and my question was, well, let's see the whole receipt. Whole receipt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm curious. Fifty
0: bottles of alcohol on yeah. there. Yeah. If
1: you wanna, if you wanna make that point, we all know what it's like exactly. grocery shopping these days. But if you're gonna make a point, let's see let's the, show item the whole on receipt. It. Let's yep. see the whole thing. I'm curious what you spent eight hundred <laughs> bucks on at Costco. You yes. know, um, I think she said that she bought razors. Was one of the non-food items. You know, expensive razors are. That's- you know, especially buying in bulk from guys. She probably bought a uh, hundred pack of razors. Of razors, yeah. Yep. That's easily. Yep. Uh, Just 200 don't, $200 don't bucks shave. Don't shave.
0: That's how you fix that. Yeah, don't <laughs> shave.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. They got us over a barrel. Yeah. They jacked the price up on paper towels. You you, you paid it. You vote with your feet. Yep. You, 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 you kind of make a comment with your wallet. But what are we going to do? Not Don't not have paper toys. towels? Not yeah. have toilet paper? Well
0: no, no, you need that. that most definitely. So, yeah. That should yeah. be so, the most expensive Yes, thing. <laughs> it should be. So um, that's where we sit today. Um, so, again, we'll kind of put this line in the sand right now, you know, or first day of summer. We'll see where we're at in the next uh, three to four months. Because, um, again, people talk, say, uh, 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 soft landing versus hard landing, mm-hmm. um, and that, that – I'll say description is a little tricky. It just sounds convenient. Um, Soft landing means uh, economy, they thread the needle just perfectly and everything's fine going into next year. Um, Hard landing means basically they crash the economy. Oops. And that's the question of the day. Um, Because in the 80s, you got to remember, this is the one thing, since they paused this last go, in the 80s, they, I don't want to say paused, but they stopped raising rates and said, ah, we got it under control. Everything is great. And then nine months later, they went, oops, inflation's back. Yeah. And then that's when they started to really ratchet rates up. And that's where we came into the 13%, 14% quickly. Um, and not saying this is going to happen this go around, but if they pause, they're waiting for their, their data dependent. They're waiting for that data from the economy to come through. And then that's why they kind of hedged and said, well, we'll probably do it two more times.
1: If your <laughs> only tool in, in your arsenal is raising interest rates, well, and inflation comes back. You're already at eight percent. Exactly. You're going to take it up to fourteen percent. Yeah. You know.
0: I mean, and it can ha- it could happen easily. Um, and again, happened in the '80s. Um, and they and uh, the guy that was running the Fed, Paul Volcker, was a really smart guy. Um, and it snuck back in on him. Um, mm. And so they had to jack rates through the roof the second half of their rate hiking in the '80s, um, just to get it under control. So.
1: All right. Well, inflation, according to the government, is at only four (laughs) percent. But we know what it's actually like at the grocery store. I'm surprised that the economy hasn't cooled off because everyone spent all their money at the grocery store.
0: I think that's what the Fed is still scratching their head, going, "Why isn't this slowing down?" Yeah. Um, And again, you could say stimulus. Eight hundred
1: dollar trips to Costco. Well,
0: yeah, will slow you down quickly. Um, But but the stimulus, most of that stimulus money is already uh, spent if you really want to call it there's a few states that are handing out little I call it stipends if you want to call it that you know you get 400 500 bucks for being a, a resident and boom that's it yeah um so you can't you can't blame it on that anymore because all that money's gone yeah um so
1: All right. Well, let's go to a commercial break. And when we come back, we'll do our topic of the day. This is a good one. Average 65-year-old retiring, what will they pay in health care costs? And have you put this into your retirement plan? Yes. Have you budgeted for your health care costs? Medicare, it ain't all free. No. There's a lot of -of out-of-pocket stuff and a lot of stuff that they don't even cover Mm -hmm. that you're probably going to be using in retirement. It is Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. The name of the book, keep what's yours. The name of the show, keep what's yours. The name of the game, try to keep more of your money in your pocket rather than going out to the federal government. And, Jeff, that is every two weeks when you get a paycheck. That is every year on April 15th when you pay your taxes. And that is in retirement. Yes. When you saved all that money up. That's right. And then you go to take it out and the government comes with their handout, saying you owe us taxes. You owe us more. (laughs) What have you done to ensure that you get to keep more of what's yours and less going to the federal government? You get a plan with Jeff going and you can guarantee that you're going to keep more of what's yours and have less going out. To the government, Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group, 636-394-5524, and capitaladvisorygrp.com. Have you planned for your health care in your retirement? We'll talk about it.
2: Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Back on the show,
1: back on the Big 550. Keep What's Yours, name of the game, keep more of your money, and let's go into the he's my tax guy uh he does heidi's taxes he does my parents i think (laughs) heidi's sister might be moving over um so the word's getting out have jeff do your taxes you can keep more of your money and while you're with him he's a wealth advisor as well have him set you up with a retirement plan so that you can address the taxes inside the retirement plan here's the deal that i always say if you have a retirement plan where you are uh, is it pre-tax is that what they call it most of
0: them are are pre-tax and what yeah. they don't take into consideration is what is your what are your taxes in retirement yeah and there's You're, there's two stages in that the first stage is let's say that like we're going to talk about in a minute you retire at 65 um you take your Social Security you take you know your little pension maybe and everything's great and dandy but guess what Somewhere between 73 and, depending upon your age, possibly 75 now, your required minimum distribution shows up. That is where you're forced to take money out of an IRA that's been sitting there. Whether you want to or not. Yep. And it forces it out. What that is is a tax time bomb. Tax time bomb because what you had going all through retirement was perfectly fine until this extra money gets dumped in, and poof, now you owe money on it.
1: And that's the thing. If you have a pre-taxed retirement plan, you've made a deal with yourself exactly. and the federal government. They're your partner. I'll pay those taxes later. Well, what's the plan for later?
0: The question is, is what are tax rates in the future? And you don't know. Yeah. Uh, are you honest? I mean, common sense is they're probably going to go up.
1: And when um, I'm 30, 40, and 50, yeah. I, I just keep socking money away. Yep. But exactly. at some point, I need to
0: So the concept is, and this is the simple math of it, and it it usually doesn't work that way. If you're working and you're at a 24% tax bracket, put money away. Because the theory would be you will retire and you will fall to a 12% tax bracket when you retire, hypothetically. That's the theory. And then when you take it out, you just saved basically 50% on that money. Because you were putting it away at 24, you're taking it out at 12. Um, Again, then there could be windfalls that kick in at a later date. And that pushes you over the threshold. And then the funny part is there's a few where we see where their tax rate goes up Uh-oh. because of the income that's coming in the door.
1: Uh-oh. So so that is the name of the game is uh, Tax Bracket Bingo. Yes. And want it off and,
0: and keep below one or two or whatever the game is that you're playing. And, indeed. again, you also have to remember when we talk about Medicare, um, depending upon your, your filing status and depending upon your income level – The average person pays 100 and I think it's 182 dollars a month, as the norm. But if you're somewhat successful, they will actually increase those premiums on you. So when you file your tax return, it goes to the IRS. That data is then pushed to Social Security. Social Security and Medicare sees that hey, you're higher than this threshold, and then they raise your premiums. And there's a little delay in that by the time that it goes full circle. So
1: Nothing's ever free. Nothing. <laughs> um, and that's that's the thing. Do you know how to play tax bracket bingo? Yes. I, I don't. Uh, Jeff does. And if you do a, a pre-tax account and you say, look, we'll just see what happens when I turn 72. And, mm. you know, theoretically I'll be in a lower tax bracket and, you know, uh, we'll just see how this plays out. You are almost guaranteed to be paying more taxes yes. than what you have to. Pretty much. Yeah. If you're not playing the game you're giving the government extra money and frankly in retirement you need everything every penny that you can have unless you want to you know go back to work at 96 like i'm going to have to <laughs> the, 98 come on <laughs> are you planning for your taxes in retirement that's the question that we always ask every week but are you planning for your health care costs yes in your retirement and for the most part jeff you see people every day for the most part, they're not.
0: They don't. It's like, eh, it's not there, and we're like, yeah, put it in your budget. Might be an issue because <clears throat> again, today maybe your employer is taking care of you know 90% of your cost. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is it'll be dumped in your lap at 65. It's your problem. So you got to pay. You know, it's nominal premium that you pay to Medicare. So Part A is free. You pay for Part B, um, and typically two grand, twenty one hundred, I believe, is the average cost. But If you want supplements that go on the back side of that, it's alphabet soup as you go forward. Um, There are people that we refer to that do that on a daily basis. We don't, Um, but this is the concept that we got to build into the plan. So this is a report from Fidelity, uh, just uh, two three weeks old. And what it's saying is that a 65-year-old single person that retires this year can expect to spend $157,500 on health care and medical expenses throughout retirement.
1: If you are 65 Maybe. and you retire this year and you're single, you can expect to spend $157,000 in on retirement. Healthcare.
0: And that's if you're moderately average. <laughs> I don't on know what healthcare. you call that. Uh, healthy, if right. you want to call it. I don't want to call it healthy. Just a, but Just a normal just person. Just average if yeah. you have uh, unfortunately if you stumble into some some issues it's going to go up because you're going to pay more so and then if you are a 65 year old couple and you're retiring this year you can expect to spend about 315,000 in retirement
1: do they tell you your life expectancy in that number
0: uh, no, they're just doing the average. average. So there's okay. a couple of different life expectancy calcs that are out there. I mean, hopefully uh,
1: you live another 10, 12, 15, 20 years. Hopefully 20, 30, 30 I mean, years.
0: 65, 75, 85 ish. Yeah. Um, I believe ma- uh, female, don't quote me on these numbers, depending upon what table you're using, they're called ISO tables that the insurance companies use. I believe a female's 84 is the average. Uh, I think a male's 82, something like that. Somewhere in that range, but again, that's twenty years of retirement. <clears throat> um, I mean, the funny part is our software will project out to age ninety-five, and again, it doesn't. It doesn't say, "Hey, you just died." It just puts a little tag in there at ninety-five.
1: And they're just kind of like, "Well, and we're going like, to do the math up yeah,
0: until here." What's that mean? Most people, when they look at it, they're like, "Well, what's that little asterisk mean?" I go, "Well, you just passed away." <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I hate to break it to yeah. you,
1: uh, everyone's going to have yes. it. Um, at some point but when i think of medicare you know i've got it circled on the calendar right now the day right. you know the day i turn 65 boom free health beautiful
0: beautiful thing especially being self-employed healthcare cost is just utterly ridiculous on a monthly basis yeah. what it costs and you go man i could go to 181 a month i take that in a heartbeat
1: yeah but nothing um, is ever free nothing so what is this $315,000 for me and my wife? So, life, so that what is, is that going towards?
0: So, what it's doing is it's actually stepping in there and it's saying, hey, other healthcare related, you got to go to the chiropractor, you got to go, you know, wherever. Um, Over the counter medicines are not in there. So, if you're buying, um, you know, some right. non prescription, but something. You know, that I that take taking aspirin every day yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know, I have um, allergies. Dental services are not in there. Not and, included. And long term care is not in there. Okay. So, um, that's it could be it could be higher than that like I said if you're if you're very healthy you, you might skid right under that number um, uh, but if you're moderately got issues you could have a huge 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 bill
1: Medicare payments deductibles prescriptions out of pockets these yep. are all things that get rolled into it you before you know it you know you're you're paying a lot more in your health care costs yes. and you never budgeted for it so, so what, what is the tip? What, what do we do? How do we, you know, I'm 40-something. I'm well, low, the, the low key 40.
0: to it is is when you start to budget into your income in retirement, this is part of that equation. So, yes, you you're, you're typically your Medicare is taken from your Social Security payment if you draw Social Security. If not, they bill you and you write a check for it. Sure. Um, but let's say that you get out there. That's what you have to build into to the side as a cushion to say – Hey, I got three hundred fifteen grand sitting to the side that is for future medical expenses, or one hundred fifty seven for future medical expenses. So,
1: and is that we talk all the time about um, you know health savings plans? We talk about um, you know for Finn School we have yeah. that uh, savings plan that we can we use tax beneficial savings plans. Is there something that we can sock away money into now? Well, like that would be tax beneficial that the, could go to pay for health care later.
0: Yeah. So the, the concept today is an HSA, health savings account. Um, look at it as a retirement slash healthcare scenario. Now the, the downside to it is that if you have an HSA and before you can put so you put you pay two premiums, if you want to call it that. So say you put hundred dollars a month into it, whether it's through your paycheck or you're paying it on your own. Fifty-five dollars goes as health care premiums. The other forty-five dollars goes to your little bank account and you build up this massive wealth. Now again, if you get really sick and you gotta get into it, that's what it's there for, but you deplete your your capital. So let's say that you're perfectly healthy all through your your working years. 65 you retire and you got 150 grand sitting in that HSA. The theory to it is you don't roll it. You the old school used to roll it to IRAs, can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. You leave it you can use that to pay your Medicare premiums and out-of-pocket expenses as you go into retirement.
1: As I take money out of my retirement account, we talked about the taxes, the tax bomb. Mm-hmm. I'm playing tax bracket bingo. Yeah. Uh, I take some money out for the boat. I yeah. pay taxes on that money. It's it's the game. Yeah. I, I've, I've signed up for this game, and uh, <laughs> with your help, yes. you're helping me uh, get the best bang for my buck. When it comes to paying my taxes in retirement, what about these medical savings accounts, the health savings accounts?
0: So if it's used for medical expenses, it's not taxable.
1: So I can take I can sock money away.
0: Take a deduction. If I take
1: money out for the boat, then I got to pay taxes on it. But if I take money out to pay for health care costs. Exactly. It's
0: not taxable. You get it. You get a a little 1099. uh, But it's literally when you go through the codes, it's got a box checked. And then on the tax return it says, "Hey, was this used for medical expenses?" and you click yes.
1: So hopefully in retirement my tax bracket is what, 12%? Hopefully. Um, but even if it's 20, 24, 30%, you know, hopefully yeah. I'm doing really well. Yeah. Um, I can take money out and pay medical costs and not get dinged 20, yeah. 30. Exactly. 12%. So, so the problem
0: the problem with it is with an HSA, it comes with the tax-free
1: the, savings account. The, yes.
0: The now the bad side to this is it comes with a high deductible plan, mm-hmm. so you may have a ten thousand dollar deductible. So the first ten grand is your problem, and then beyond that you do a co-insurance, and it depends upon your plan. Um, so that's what a lot of people panic on, and they look at that and they're like, "Wow, that's crazy." But that's where the healthcare industry is going is more. I say they're sharing the cost more with the consumer as you go forward. So again, if you could start an HSA today and you have 20 years to retire, you could pack some money into this thing, um, take a tax deduction for it. Because what a lot of people don't realize is let's say you have an HSA and your employer puts 1000 bucks in it for you. Um, it shows on your W-2, and you take that as a small deduction as you go forward. But you could do up to, I believe it's $7,800 single and $8,500 married filing jointly is the max deduction you can take. But we see a lot of people miss that to max the thing out on an annual basis. So when we're doing the return and we see that they have an HSA but they only put a thousand bucks in, even if it's February of the year, you could cut a check back for the previous year and get a deduction.
1: And this is all, every week I run into the same issue with you, Jeff Zufall, <laughs> Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. You give us these great ideas and if we come in to do um, taxes, taxes, I, I think it's so laughable now how, how ignorant I was. <laughs> taxes is not April 15th. No. Taxes is all, all the time. You Unfortunately,
0: know? it's all year.
1: And I, I feel like I've become a bit jaded saying <laughs> <laughs> everything's about taxes these days because it kind of <laughs> is. It, it kind of is. If you look
0: at everything that you do um, from going to the store, paying a sales tax, to pay your Verizon bill or your T-Mobile or whoever. Look at the taxes that you're paying taxes. on it. Everything's got taxes.
1: But there are little things in the tax code that for some reason they decided to actually throw us a, a bone, bone. Yeah. And we can utilize these things, but here's my my major point. You give us a lot of really great ideas and talk about health savings accounts and, and how to pay your medical expenses in retirement using a tax-free account but I don't know how to implement it into my actual life. That's
0: what we do. We help you implement it and say, here's the pitfalls. This is what it might cost you. You know, you gotta watch out if you start an HSA. Um, If you start one and you get sick in the first year, maybe two years, yeah, you're gonna have to figure out how you feed the the monster in a sense to to pay the doctors because you got a $10,000 deductible. Um, But past that, you're home free.
1: If I walked into Mr. Dorsey's office, he's the boss, Mm -hmm. and I said, uh, hello, Mr. Dorsey. I would like to do one of these health savings accounts because I'm thinking of my future. Can you take some money out of my paycheck? And and he's going to look at me like I'm an idiot. and He's going to say, get out of my office.
0: (laughs) No, he'll say, I have no idea. Talk to HR. And if you guys have it offered through the plan, then you could do it. Right. So, but if you don't, then you'd have to be, you know, whatever your employer, if you're a W-2 employee, whatever your employer offers you is kind of the option. And a lot of times nobody worries about it because, and no offense to the HR people out there, it's too hard to try to explain this to people and they just go, hey, you could have this plan and it's got a $10 copay. Thanks. Have a nice day. Boom. They're done. And they go that way. Yeah. Um, The HSAs, the backside of it are the down the road perks are way better than today
1: than today yeah and you can actually you jeff zufall you're my tax guy you're my wealth advisor i can get you on the phone with my hr department
0: to say hey what what's what's our offering you know what can you do or what do you want you know what do you offer to the clients we can figure out the angles see if it works for you if it does great we do it if it doesn't walk away from it yeah so
1: so uh that's the thing i don't know how to actually do this yeah on my paycheck every 2 weeks how are, to implement we, it with my hr yeah, department Or
0: we see somebody that they they make the right step they start the hsa the actual insurance side of it but then they never fund the actual hsa Whoops. so you got the plan you got the right concept it's just not funded properly yeah. to get the tax deduction
1: that's where jeff comes in senior yes. tax strategist and wealth advisor with capital advisory group here's the number again 636-394-5524 a lot of great ideas, a lot of great concepts. In retirement, if you're single, expect to pay $157,000 On in health care costs. If you're a couple, $315,000. Have you earmarked that, yes. budgeted <laughs> for that? Probably not because you say, oh, Medicare, that's free. Yeah, it's free. I'm in the clear. Yeah, Not so fast. And how can we budget for that in a tax-conscious tax beneficial to us exactly way yes because everything that we do i mean just doing the show right now the irs is like how can we tax them
0: oh they figured it out <laughs> believe me <you.
1: laughs> <laughs> well yeah you probably are paying for it um so everything has to do with taxes you need someone in your corner jeff sufal senior tax strategist and wealth advisor capital advisory grp.com and the number again 636-394- 5524. Have you budgeted or even thought about your health care costs in retirement? Jeff can help you out with that. Six three six 5524. Five, five, we'll go to commercial break and wrap this show up this week. Keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall.
2: Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufal.
1: Back on the show, Keep What's Yours, Jeff Sufal, 636-394-5524, Capital Advisory Group, capitaladvisorygrp.com. And Jeff, we've just got a couple minutes left, but the GOP house plan for our taxes has come out. And this is not necessarily something that's going to get passed.
0: They're they're saying it probably won't make it um, just because of the... Non-bipartisan um, going out there. But but here's where they're at. This is what the Republicans have thrown out there.
1: Here, here are their ideas.
0: Yep. And now Take got, them or leave them. you got to remember, all of Trump's tax cuts expire in 2025. So whoever wins the election in twenty four resets all tax law. Which, so
1: they, they will sunset, and then in 2025, yeah. whoever's, in whoever's in charge. Whoever's
0: in charge gets to go in there and start plugging away. And we revert back to 2018, 2017 tax laws. So there'll be some major changes. But so this is what they've put out there. Um, So the the Republicans want to increase your standard deductions. So in today's world right now, if you're married, filing jointly, you get twenty seven thousand seven hundred. That's the twenty twenty three standard deduction. They want to increase it by four grand for a couple and they want to increase it by two grand for singles and three thousand dollars for what's called the head of household. Um, and there's going to be an income gap in there, and I say income gap. It's just saying upper incomes aren't won't get this step up. They don't say where, but somehow the magic number that everybody uses is four seventeen of income and above. So we'll see where it's at. So
1: currently, there are no deductions for anybody.
0: Well, no. So this is standard deduction. So everybody gets twenty. If you're married fine jointly, you get twenty oh, okay. seven thousand seven hundred bucks. First twenty you make, you don't pay tax. Gotcha. one All right. And gotcha. if you're single, it's 13850 Uh Head of household is twenty thousand eight hundred. So they're going to add four four thousand. Uh, how was that? Four thousand, two thousand, or three thousand to those numbers, which is kind of cool. It just perks it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the ten ninety nine k reporting issue. Technically, they just stalled it for this year, um, but it's still out there and it's still hiding in the corner. And that says anything over six hundred dollars. Gets pushed back out, and you, they report a ten ninety nine k. So if your kids in college and you pay them through PayPal a couple hundred bucks or thousand bucks a week, you get a ten ninety nine, and you got to make it go away
1: on your tax return, mm-hmm. which is an issue. So, but if you sell stuff online, if and you it's sell over six hundred bucks, exactly,
0: you prove basis and all that, you know. So I mean, there's still workarounds, but the Republicans want to go back to the two hundred transactions, or if you're paid over twenty grand, is what the ten eighty nine originally was. 29k so they're on board for that guy um and then there's some business stuff but one of the big ones in here is the salt cap so it's state and local taxes that you pay um so you're capped currently at everybody's capped at ten thousand bucks straight across the board so your real estate taxes today um are your state taxes that you pay you used to get a deduction full deduction for them you don't anymore it's capped at 10 grand so if you got a big house you might pay more than 10 grand in real estate tax a year. Um, so boom, you're done at 10. Mm-hmm. This was designed east coast, west coast. If you have a house in LA, it could be a little bitty house and you pay $25,000 a year in real estate tax, you only get 10 of it. So now everybody was like, oh, that's a Trump bill, you know, blah, 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 but the Democrats have never adjusted it. <laughs> right? So they kind it's kind of stayed in the tax law. Um, so now what they're actually saying is they want to increase that cap, but they haven't said to what. And then the other thing in this kind of research and some stuff we stumbled on to that most states now offer this workaround on your SALT cap. So if you own a business, well, a pass-through business, and you, you elect to pay your state tax through your entity, the the ten thousand dollar cap doesn't apply because you get to take that deduction through the company
1: ah interesting
0: so there's some weird stuff we looked at that you could trip into a couple little landmines in there if you're not careful but anybody that has a uh in state of missouri and state of illinois are on the list they've approved it and given their blessing on it hmm. so this is something if you're a small business owner um, and you have a pass-through, which is S-Corps, LLCs, sole proprietors, et cetera, anything that passes through to your personal return, this is something that needs to be addressed this year because if you try to write it off on a Schedule A, you're capped at ten grand. So, again, if you're a high state tax due, it uh, didn't sound right, but <laughs> if you right. pay a lot of state tax, it may not work for you because you won't get the full bang for your buck. Um, but, again, that is something that is this is brand spanking new. Um, that a lot of the states have jumped into
1: and this is why you need a tax guy Jeff Zufall senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with capital advisory group there's some workarounds out there Mm -hmm. and this is not just on salt and state and local taxes this is on everything there's workarounds out there there are things that you don't even know about there are uh, FSAs and HSAs that you can open that can help you keep more of your money I'm saving twelve hundred bucks Every year, just doing that for our son's schooling. And that's stuff that Jeff can help you find and it's all legal.
0: Completely
1: legal. Jeff's not gonna do something illegal for you because No. I like
0: my I like my license. (laughs) He could lose his
1: license and go to jail, you know. He's not gonna do that for you. Exactly. You're not worth it. But he can find you the legal stuff in there that you can do. And, and just like he said, just now with the state and local taxes, they found a workaround that there are landmines in there. There are.
0: you got to be careful. There's a few that step through. But remember back when they did this, everybody tried to do a charitable contribution through a, a gift scenario. And the IRS came back and said, no, it doesn't work that way. Um so, this is the only way that works that they've given IRS has given their blessing given on.
1: their blessing to. Yeah. So, if the IRS gives their blessing to it, use go it. out, <laughs> and use it, and take advantage of it. Keep more of what's yours. 636 394 5524. Jeff Sufall, Capital Advisory Group, capitaladvisorygrp.com. He's my tax guy, he's my wealth advisor. Uh, he's working with my parents, Heidi's parents. He works with Heidi now. Um, the word's getting out, 636-394-5524. Jeff, thanks so much. You betcha.
0: Thank you. See you next week.
1: See ya.
2: You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Soufal, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.